Cascade Hoops Talk, bringing the world NAI basketball one podcast at a time. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D here. Happy Monday. Well, we all survived the weekend. You know, there was a lot of basketball. I think an AI Hoops report said 102 games on Saturday. I'm not sure who they assigned to count that, but that would have been a tedious task. At any rate, there was a lot of basketball Saturday, but very few upsets, but there were some very good game games. The conferences are really starting to take shape, but there's some good wars out there uh, in some conferences, and we want to uh, highlight those. So what we're going to do today, we're going to catch you up on what's going on in the we're going to go through the top 25 do what we always do catch you up with the conferences because really at the end of the day you've got to do well in your conference so this weekend uh 11 hour round trip not the 16 hour round trip of last week saw a couple good basketball games uh follow oregon tech they played evergreen and then northwest on saturday uh cascade conference always plays friday and saturday uh northwest university always brings a great team to town uh, Coach Drinkwine does a great job. They gave Oregon Tech everything they could handle on Saturday. We'll talk about the Cascade when we uh, get to number 10, uh, College of Idaho, who had a great weekend as well. Uh, but next, this week on Cascade Hoops Talk, I think you're really going to enjoy this week. You've got this uh, really quality time with me today. And then uh, tomorrow, we're going to have Ryan Bricker. Ryan Bricker ra- uh, runs Rise Athletic in Warsaw, Indiana. And it's a, a basketball camp, and they're expanding to athletic camps, but basically a basketball camp where they uh, teach young people, you know, the skills they need to play basketball, but they also focus on your character and what kind of person you are. I think it's extremely valuable. Uh, it's um, a model that I personally, nobody gives me a vote, but I would personally love to see that model replicated because... Uh, we, I think there's a bit of an epidemic with kids playing basketball from fourth grade all the way through college. They fully identify as basketball players, and the human side uh, takes a hit. And then when they graduate college, sometimes they're a bit lost. And everybody out there, you, you, know, you know some guys that have gone through that. So listen tomorrow for Ryan Bricker. And then on Wednesday... Uh, We'll update you on early week action as we always do. But then we're going to have Alex Gross out of Olivet Nazarene. Now, Alex Gross has flat been tearing it up this year. And so far on the seasons for Olivet Nazarene, Alex is uh, 21 points, 14 rebounds, which in itself is amazing. But the last three games, uh, 27 points, 18 rebound average. And that was capped off the other day. I think it was against Cardinal Stritch. He had 14 rebounds and 40 points. You know, Alex Gross is a very good basketball player. We've all known that now for a couple of years. But this season, and especially lately, he's just bringing it to another level. And then here's something you probably don't know about Alex Gross is he averages over five assists a game. And then in that last, I believe it was the last game or game before last, not only did he score a billion points and a billion rebounds, He got a a triple-double. He also had 10 assists. So this guy is a complete basketball player. He's big. He's strong. He's mobile. 
uh, and we're just going to talk to him for a little bit, and I uh, hopefully uh, you'll enjoy that. Get to know him. He's a really good basketball player. And then on Friday, when we update you on what's going on in the NAI, at the end of the week, we're going to have uh, Kellen Garrick. Uh, he's a, uh, a wing at Oregon Tech. Uh, he, he's a fifth-year senior. His career, he's played at the community college level. He's played at the D2 level and at the NAI level. His career has been marred a little bit the last couple of years with some injuries. Uh, but he's healthy now, playing just unbelievable basketball. Uh, he being gone along with uh, Matt Van Tassel at the start of the year really contributed to Oregon Tech's woes in the first four or five games of the season. Uh, but the other night, Kellen Gary came out. He's a man on a mission, a career night for Kellen, 35.6 rebounds. Uh, he came out. He just, I think he scored Oregon Tech's first 11 of the first 14 points, and he just continued throughout the night. An unbelievable performance from uh, one of the nicest guys I've, I've ever met around NAI basketball, and you'll enjoy listening to him. So tune in on Friday to Hill here, Kellen Gehrig. So this morning, let's walk through what happened the weekend. Obviously, as always, we're going to focus mainly on Saturday. That's where most of the games were. A few in the Cascade on Friday. You know, on Saturday, number one, William Penn, game of the day. William Penn was down by three to Evangel with eight seconds to go. Absolute monster scores, Rayan Cobb and uh, Malik Thomas. They pulled out the miracle comeback win, and they won this game 85-84. There are unlikely wins any great team always seems to make as they go down the stretch, and this was truly one of those unlikely wins. Kavion Blaylock, he scored 27 as William Penn goes to 21-1, 12-1 in heart, uh, heart conference play. Uh, they now hold a four-game lead over Evangel. William Penn is 12-1. and one. Evangel is 8-5, and five, as is Mount Mercy. They're 8-5. and five. Central Methodist, 7-6. and six. So this is uh, William Penn has a, taken a, a strong lead going down to the finish line, and William Penn will take on Mount Mercy on February 2nd. Number two, Talladega, the Tornado. They defeated Dalton State 77-51 Saturday to go to 19-1, 9-0 in Southern State's play. Uh, Daryl Baker, he was just absolutely magnificent. Uh, He scored 37 points, six rebounds. Talladega, they're going to take on Middle Georgia on February 1st. So Talladega has a one-game Southern State's lead on number three, Loyola, and then they have a two-game two game lead, one-and-a-half game lead. They have a one-and-a-half game lead on Faulkner. So number three, Loyola, sticking with the Southern States, uh, they whooped on Bruton Parker Saturday, 114-69. Andrew Fava, he led six in double digits for Loyola. He had 19 points. Loyola, they're going to travel to Mobile on February 3rd. Faulkner, uh, they beat number 21, Faulkner, uh, third place there in the southern states. They beat Stillman 74-73 on Saturday. And that winning shot's all over Twitter. It's great play. Uh, congratulations to Faulkner on pulling that game out. Number four, Oklahoma Wesleyan. Uh, they beat Friends on Saturday 73-62. Oklahoma Wesleyan in that game is led by uh, Jaden Litsky with 18 and Valentin Van Putten. He had a double-double with 13 points, 12 rebounds. Oklahoma Wesleyan, they're 23-2, 17-2 in the uh, KCAC. 
and they will host York on February 2nd. Uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan has a two and a half game over Southwestern and also a two and a half game over number 23 Bethel. Uh, Bethel fell to Ottawa on Saturday, 76-71. It's getting tight in the KCAC. You know, only five games left, but definitely uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan's in the driver's seat there. Uh, number five, Indiana Wesleyan. Uh, they moved to 21-3 and 12-0 and in crossroads. They grabbed a key crossroads win, 87-79 against St. Francis on Saturday. Seth Maxwell had 23 points, 9 rebounds. Spencer Piercefield had 22 points, 8 rebounds. The Wildcats, they owned the glass, out-rebounding the Cougars 41-26. to Iwu, they're going to head to Goshen on Tuesday. Uh, sticking in the crossroads, number 14, Grace. Uh, they beat arch-rival Bethel 93-84. And number 24, Marion, they beat Taylor 67-54. So in the crossroads, uh, Iwu leads... St. Francis is three games back, and Grace and Marion are both four games back. So they're all waiting for Indiana Wesleyan to trip up. But, boy, it's going to be a battle for second place right there. And, you know, Mount Vernon Nazarene is a couple games back yet. but So it's definitely not over in the, in the crossroads. Uh, going out to the uh, GSAC, William Jessup, uh, they beat Vanguard on Saturday. 106 to 84. Miles Corey, he scored 26 in the win. Jessup, they'll play Menlo on February 5th. It's going to be a test. Menlo's good. Uh, William Jessup's, they're holding on to a one game lead over number eight, Arizona Christian, who beat number 17, Hope International. So they're just beating each other up. 80 to, they beat, Arizona Christian beat Hope International 80 to 64 on Saturday. In that game, Arizona Christian was led by Micah Bradford with 16 points. Arizona Christian is going to play Vanguard on February 5th, and Hope International will take on the Masters on the 3rd. So kind of uh, recap the, the GSAC. William Jessup is on top with Arizona Christian. They're back one game, and Hope International is back two games, and Vanguard is back another so they're three and a half games back. So it's really a three-team race with William Jessup, Arizona Christian, and Hope International at this point. Number nine, Sagu. Wow, what a game. They fell to John Brown, 65-63. Rokas Grablioskas, he led John Brown with 16 points. Sagu, they go to 16-5 and five and 13-3 and three in conference. But if you haven't seen the video of that last shot, I mean, uh, you know, they definitely were taking away his right hand. He was up at the key, top of the key. He needed to score. Uh, he, he, he drove left just far enough to get the guy to commit, was able to go back right just long enough to get a bit of an opening, uh, hit the game-winning shot. Uh, you know, great play for John Brown. Congratulations. Huge win for them. Sagu, they're going to take on Mid-America Christian on Thursday. So looking at that Sooner Athletic Conference standings, uh, Sagu is a half game back of Science and Art, number 15 Science and Arts, who beat Mid-America Christian Saturday, 73-68. Uh, the Drovers, they're going to take on Texas Wesleyan on Monday. So in the Sooner Conference, Science and Arts, 
is in first place. Uh, Sagu is one half game back. And Oklahoma City is only down a game and a half. So it's, I mean, it's wide open. That is why they're wide open. And they're all playing very good basketball. Uh, number 10, College Idaho, they picked up, wow, two big wins this weekend. The Oats, they really picked up a crucial overtime win against Corbin on Friday. Uh, the Yotes showed a lot of heart in that win. Uh, Saturday, uh, C of I, they beat Bushnell, another good team. They beat them 96-70 to there in Caldwell. Johnny Radford, he scored 16 in that Yote win. Uh, the Yotes take on Lewis Clark State and Walla Walla next weekend. So College of Idaho, they're 20-4, and 14-2 in the Cascade. Uh, they sit a half game back, Oregon Tech, and Southern Oregon is now four games back but they're sitting right there in third place so so the way the cascade conference works everybody wants to finish in the top four if you finish in the top four you get a home game in the first round uh the the battle for the conference championship is definitely between oregon tech and college of idaho college of idaho has to go up to lewis clark state which is going to be a tough trip but they already have gone to the valley to play corbin and bushnell and college of idaho won both those games now oregon tech has to make that trip up to the Valley this next weekend and play uh, Bushnell on Friday and uh, Corbin on Saturday. And Corbin got swept last weekend, and they're going to be mad as hornets, and they're going to want to protect the home court. Uh, so everybody is going to play. Nobody is giving up in the Cascade because everybody everybody's thinking the way the standings are that they can get either into the playoffs or into that top four. So every, everybody's looking to knock off College of Idaho and Oregon Tech, and Oregon Tech and College of Idaho both looking for the other one to get knocked off, and it's just a flat-out dogfight. Everybody's coming every night for everybody, uh, just like every conference in the United States right now. Number 11, LSU Alexandria. They're in that Red River Athletic Conference. LSU Alexandria, they fall to Paul Quinn, 72-71, an absolute heartbreak on Saturday. Uh, the Red River Conference is it's another jumble. So the Red River Conference is led by LSU Shreveport, unrated, at 7-1. Paul Quinn is in second place at 4-1. And, and LSU Shreveport and Texarkana are 5-2. So it's a little bit upside down. I mean, LSU Alexandria, the great team. They're ranked number 11. Uh, LSU Shreveport is ahead of them by... What is that? A game and a half in the conference, and they're they're not rated, so it's a bit odd. LSU Alexandria, they're going to play Xavier on Thursday. Number twelve, Carroll, they they're in the Frontier Conference. They beat Providence eighty-one seventy-two on Saturday. Carroll is twenty-one and three, eight and two in the conference. They're one game back of number twenty Montana Tech, who beat Montana Northern seventy-three fifty-three. The Frontier is uh, definitely a two-team race right now between Montana Tech and Carroll, and it's another situation with who in the heck is going to blink first in that one. Uh, number 18, Southeastern, they beat Coastal, Coastal Georgia 84-74. Uh, they, they went 9-2 in the conference. Southeastern now leads Ava Maria by one and a half games, and they lead both Warner and Florida Memorial by two games in the Sun Conference. Uh, number 19, Olivet Nazarene, they beat Cardinal Stritch 80-62 to on Saturday. They take a one-game lead now in the Chicagoland 
over Indiana South Bend, and those two teams will play on Wednesday. It's highly possible that that game right there uh, could decide the Chicago land. And both of them are good. I think Olivet Nazarene is a little bit hotter right now, but we'll, we'll just have to let them play the game. Uh, number 25, Briarcliff. They're in the G-Pack. Uh, they fell to Dakota Wesleyan on Saturday, 75-68. So Briarcliff now goes to 11-3, and and the G-Pack is just super tight. So Briarcliff is at 11-3. Concordia is a half game back. Morningside is two games back. And Jamestown and Northwestern are both two and a half games back. So you have the same thing going on in the G-Pack. Everybody's battling to get in that upper tier. I think it's six, the top three there get the home game. Uh, don't quote me on that. But everybody's trying to get that initial home game in the conference tournament. And the ones that are down at the bottom are trying to get in the conference tournament. There's no quit in anybody. And uh, Mount Marty can beat anybody. Hastings can beat anybody. Uh, it's a conference where there's definitely not a night off. But I have to admit, uh, with Briarcliff's loss, it makes it even more interesting and more entertaining for the fan, unless you're a Charger fan. So that kind of wraps up the top 25. Uh, just keep an eye on the conferences. I'll, I'll try to update them uh, at each one of the updates. Might not go into each conference in detail, but uh, there's a few that are getting really interesting it's really hard to compare these teams across the country because there's so little cross-regional play. Uh, but, you know, if you uh, keep up with what we're telling you, pay attention to NAIA Hoops Report. As I say all the time, they do fabulous work. Put them on your Twitter feed, and you'll know exactly what's going on in the NAI every day. Even if there's 102 games, you can keep up with NAI basketball. There are some really cool milestones this week, and I want to start with a huge congratulations. Mid-American Nazarene's Rocky Lamar, he got his 800th win. That's amazing. Uh, sit down with the calculator and figure out what you got to do that over a career to do that. Congratulations, Coach Lamar. Uh, Well-earned, uh, just an unbelievable accomplishment. Uh, over at uh, Florida College, Matt Simpson we talked about him. He broke the school scoring record uh, two weeks ago. He's now crossed 2,000 points, and that's another phenomenal accomplishment. Uh, Campbellsville head coach Brent Vernon, he got 100 wins this last week. Congratulations, Coach Vernon. Uh, Terry Smith Jr. over at Loyola, he crossed the 1,500-point mark. Great accomplishment. Congratulations, Terry. Uh, Trent Hillbrands at Northwestern Red Raiders, 2,000 thousand points and a, a fabulous basketball player uh man that's a lot of points mason walters at jamestown we had him on a week and a half ago uh, he crossed the 1500 point line that guy is a scoring machine and a rebounding machine that guy right there uh, trinity international sterling brown he crossed the 1500 point mark as well congratulations to sterling to mason trent terry uh, head coach Brent Vernon at Campbellsville. Congratulations to Matt Simpson. And especially congratulations to Rocky Lamar. Well, I hope you enjoy your week and keep up with your local team. Go to the game. Fill the stands. These guys deserve to have people in the stands. Okay? It's getting down to crunch time. This is great basketball. We'll keep you updated throughout the week as well. Uh, don't forget we're going to have Alex Gross on Wednesday. Kellen 
Garrick on Friday. And this weekend, we'll be down in the Valley watching two great basketball teams, Bushnell and Corbin. Oh, it's getting down to crunch time in these conferences. Don't forget, never forget, NAI basketball is the best entertainment value in America. 